Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Matt, did you know it must be true what they say in life? When one door closes, another one opens. Hey, we're not selling Titanfall anymore, but good news, Vince Zampella, you get to lead Battlefield. There it is. I found it. I found the intro. Found it. I navigated through space and time. Like Doctor Strange-ish? Yeah, me and the Daleks. Daleks. (laughs) That's Doctor Who. Oh. (laughs) (laughs) Also space and time, I guess. Hey, it's the Gamers (laughs) 2 Podcast, your weekly roundup of news and commentary related to the video game industry and anything else that might pique our interest. Oh, add that to the new year. Okay. Modify. Modify. Because it'll go with everything else. All right. Yeah. I mean, naturally. I'm just lazy. As the cards dictate. Yeah. So, where are we at in life? Um, puke and rally. <laughs> puke and rally. <laughs> Man, that would be that would be a hell of a name for a new podcast for us. That would be. Puke and rally. Puke and rally. People would love it. It'd be disgusting. Um, honestly, that's just what our, that's what our second podcast should be called. <laughs> Ignoring the baseball one that we're going to do at some point. Yeah, yeah. We have a third one called puke and rally. Uh, and it's just, it's just life advice. Yeah. And there's yeah. no better life advice than puke and rally. That's true. That's true. <laughs> that is like a life lesson. Essentially. It's something you need to learn at, at, at a young age. Life lessons with Nate and Matt. That's frightening but insightful can we can we do it with like the horrible um horrible kids cartoon and now it's time for life lessons with nate and matt and it's just with like a very light melody behind it i'm picturing the graphic for it is a cardboard sign only being held up by a string on one side of it because the other side clearly broke I was thinking of like a Mister Rogers thing where we wear like oh know, all right we do sweaters sweaters and Won't change our you shoes be my neighbor which one of us is the mailman anyway hey we, hey new releases dude there's a lot of them oh shit like thirteen of them lucky number thirteen Friday the thirteen new releases number one. Anvil, Vault Breakers for the PC. Number two, Century Age of Ashes for the PC. Number three, Matt's favorite game on the list, Cricket 2022, the official game of the Ashes for PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. 
I don't know. Number 10 is looking pretty cool, too. All right. Well, we're not there yet, so relax. <laughs> Number four, fights in tight spaces. That sounds familiar. Uh, it is. It, uh, we it, this, this one's out for Xbox now, but we've talked about it for PC. It's the one where it's uh, black and white in, like, uh, grid-based, and there's cards to determine your moves and stuff. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was a fan. I played the demo for a bit. It was a good time. Uh, number five, Solar Ash for the PC and PlayStation. Number six, Warhammer 40K Battle Sector for the Xbox and PlayStation. Number seven, Six Souls for the PC, PlayStation, Xbox, and Switch. Number eight, Advanced Wars 1 and 2 Reboot Camp for the Switch. Ooh, that's out. I might need to check that out. Uh, number nine, Disney Magical World 2 Enhanced Edition for the Switch. Enchanted Edition. Enchanted Edition, never mind. Uh, Disney. They enchant everything with money. The, you know, they also enhance everything with money. I don't know uh, about that. Well, yeah, fair enough. <laughs> they try. <laughs> uh, number 10, which I don't know why Matt chose 10, not 11. But 10, Matt's pick, was Happy's Humble Burger Farm for the PC, PlayStation, and Xbox. Number 11, Mobile Suit Gundam Battle Operation Code Fairy Volume 3 for the PlayStation. The Gundam games are a shit show. We just had two the other week. Uh, random Gundam Volume 2, I mean. Tidbit. Uh, mobile Suit Gundam. Well, actually, it's just G Gundam. Mobile Suit G Gundam. Or Mobile Fighter G Gundam. Whatever the fuck no one's going to correct you. <laughs> is available on uh, Sunrise's... I think it's Sunrise's YouTube channel. Interesting. For free. It's a spectacular Gundam... <laughs> <laughs> highly recommend it uh unless you're sensitive to uh culture stereotypes and stuff like that then maybe not that's oh, the is one that, is that that one that's the one. Oh, i gotta watch that <laughs> uh tequila gundam <laughs> uh <laughs> the american one. Oh, what a time number 12 paradise lost for the switch and number 13 unreal life for the switch man who'd have thought right yeah Switch coming in hot. A lot of games. A lot of ports. Ports. Ports, ports, ports. Ports and remakes. And I'm going to take number one. All right. In our flashy news headlines. Starting off with a not very flashy news headline. Number one, take a guess. It's game delays. Vampire the Masquerade Swan Song. It was already delayed from holiday 2021 to February, and now they moved it to May 19th. And if you're Nate and you put bets on anything, move it till, I don't know, December next year. It was moved for additional polish. Yep. Keep moving it. (laughs) One month or two months ain't helping you. Uh, And Sons of the Forest has been delayed from late 2021 to May 20th. Uh, Figured that was coming because they never actually gave a date, but. That yeah. one I actually want to play, unlike Vampire the Masquerade. So yeah, and that's like, I feel like that's a solid delay because you're going from no date, no date in a window, which is like a holiday late 2021 window to trapping to yourself to trapping yourself on a date in May. <laughs> yeah, which is a for as far as game delays go, that's a pretty good delay. Which I if for whatever reason makes me feel more confident in the game. I would I would love to do well I don't have the resources to do this, but I would love to do a study on if you just told people game delays and 
previous and post and how many there were beforehand and after and everything else like that where wh- how their emotions change of like how confident they feel about the game i would like to do that but with like user review scores on like metacritic oh so useless well like user, i just hate metacritic that's all. you know user reviews or reviews of some kind as far as like game delays, how many game delays, length of game delays. Ooh, okay, I see what you're saying. So like, you know, the Metacritic we'll, reference page. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> we'll start to get a reference page going of like fucking games that have been delayed three times have an average lower score by twenty five percent than other games. Exactly. So you start <laughs> to figure out like a like a system here. Somebody's probably got the data. Oh, I'm sure. I mean, the these companies probably have the data, and they're like, we're not sharing it, so. Yeah, Yeah, which isn't fun. Come on, man. Number two, CD Projekt. Oh, and by the way, after what we're like, nothing. Nice. So, uh, yep, that's how it goes. CD Projekt reported its third quarter financial results this week. The company reported total revenues up 38%, while net profits were down 30%. Uh, CD Projekt CFO attributed the narrow profits to the expense of updating and servicing Cyberpunk 2077, as well as early work on new projects. After contributing, fa- another contributing factor, excuse me, was the performance of the company's digital storefront, GOG.com. What does it stand for? Good old games? Galaxy of games? Yes. Galaxy of games? Or good old games? Or both. Okay. Good old galaxy. Good old galaxy. Because it w- it was God Galaxy, and then it was just Gog, and then Galaxy might be their launcher officially, but it was Good Old Games was the There's a combination. Good old, good old Games was the mm-hmm. so it might be Good Old Games Galaxy because Good Old Games was Gog's uh, expanded mm-hmm. form. Uh, Despite the addition of a slew of games this past quarter, GOG saw revenues inch upward just 3%. Obviously, that doesn't impress the bean counters. Uh, The company also reiterated release windows for next-gen versions of Cyberpunk 2077 and The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt. The former is expected in in the first quarter of 2022, while the latter uh, will follow in the second quarter. CD Projekt also gave an indication as to what the Molasses Flood is working on. Uh, the studio is developing a new project based on one of CD Projekt's IPs. So, uh, w- uh, card game, um, multiplayer. Are they still doing this, the Cyberpunk multiplayer? They're working on the patch. Ugh. Let me uh, let me terrify you slightly by those statements, but yes. Should have just canceled that one. Should have done a lot of things. Should have, would have, could have. But life goes on. Life uh, finds a way. Unfortunately. <laughs> Number three. <laughs> MMOs seem to be getting hot in the streets again. Woo! Nate's playing two of them right now. Matt tried to play one. Hasn't played it in like two, three weeks. Listen, time is a fleeting concept that has escaped my grasp even more than what I thought possible. <laughs> <That's> depressing. <laughs> <laughs> You're telling me, buddy. You're telling me. 
Mainframe Industries has raised 20.3 million euros. Yeah. 20.3 million euros. What country are we in, Matt? Uh, We are in the good old U.S. of A. So what's that translate to? Probably like 25 to 30 million dollars, I would assume. You're closer on 25, but good job. Like, you know the exchange rate off the top of your head. Uh, I know a rough exchange rate only because uh, football manager. <laughs> That's Is it accurate to current times, though? Because football manager, I play in U.S. dollars. So when transfers go through, when they're reported in real life, they're always reported in either pounds or euros. But I play in American dollars, so mm-hmm. I know the rough translation. Ah, tricky, tricky. Goddamn football manager. Get me again. Why are you asking me if you know that? I just, I'm just having fun with you. Anyway, so mainframe See industries the shit that I put up with. You put up with a lot of it, mostly me. Mainframe industries has raised 20.3 million euros in a Series B round of funding. Don't know what that means in layman terms. Hey, <laughs> a Series B round is investments meant to move a company or project out of the development phase. Really hard not to say project there. Uh, It (laughs) follows a Series A round, which is for startup. Previous investors include Riot Games, Play Ventures, and Sisu Game Ventures. New investors include Twitch's co-founder and former COO Kevin Lin, King's co-founder and former CEO Ricardo Zaccone. What a name. That might be my favorite name. That's a good name. That's a really good name. Huge Games founder and CEO Anton Gothen, CCP CEO Hilmar Viegar Peters Peterson 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 Dreamhaven Mike Morhaime's new my tablet new games company and more. The money will go towards the development of Mainframe Industries' debut title, a cross-platform cloud-native MMO. Mainframe's CEO and co-founder, Thor Gunnarsson. (laughs) The Swedes coming through clutch. (laughs) Man, you got a a game backed by Ricardo Zaccone being made by Thor Gunnarsson. It's got gold written all over it. This is going to be game of the year, whatever. I'm playing it. Uh, said Thor Gunnarsson said that the studio is creating a quote persistent living world that people will call their home for years and hopefully decades. Decades is a long time, man. That's a long time. I don't know what the fuck any of that means, but I don't know either. All I know is there's a lot of good people investing in it. Yep, it's backed by Ricardo Zaccone, <laughs> who, as far as I'm concerned, led the Italian mob in the fifties. And, <laughs> and is answering to the Lord of Thunder himself, Thor Gunnarsson. Uh, a, that was a wild ride. Uh, that, that's Listen, it's, it's almost the end of the year. We've put out 48 episodes this year, at least. Yeah. If Spotify is to be believed. But... That might be my favorite story. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's just something about those two guys. I just I want to I want to give them money mm-hmm. so I can play whatever they're making. <laughs> That's how they get you. 
why has nobody else used that strategy? <laughs> if you put those two names on the box, people are going to buy it. Oh, yeah. If you put Thor Gunderson's, whatever the name of the game is, sponsored by Rick- Ricardo Zirconi, <laughs> people are putting money in it. People are like, man, they sound important. You're like, oh, uh, it's a Viking MMO. And you're like, well, obviously, it's going to be great. It's <laughs> made by Thor Gunners. <laughs> what a name. What a name. Uh, I've lost my mind. Number four. Ubisoft announced that it has appointed Fozzie Mesmer. Never mind. We're, well, we are <laughs> straight up killing it this episode. <laughs> As it's like Fozzie Bear. <laughs> F A W Z I. Oh, not like Fozzie Bear. All right. Fozzie Mesmer. As its new VP of editorial, Mesmer joins the company from his role as head of design at Dice, which just recently shipped Battlefield 2042. That might be a little divisive. Uh, anyways, his resume he's worked on the localization of the Persona games while at Atlas, Candy Crush at King in the Battlefield franchise at DICE. In his new role, Mesmar will report to uh, Ubisoft Chief Creative Director Igor Mankow. Manku? Manki? Uh, it might be Manso. Manso, because it's French. Yeah. But Igor's throwing me off. Because <laughs> I don't know many French Igors. Ha-ha, <laughs> Igor. Wasn't the... What was the Hunchback of Notre Dame's name? Was it Igor? Or am I confusing that with the fucking assistant in Frankenstein? <laughs> you're, you're definitely confusing it with the assistant. Uh, Hunchback's name was um, Quasimodo. Quasi. Okay. Also a whack name. Anyways. Yeah, but does not have the punch. Of, uh, of... <laughs> what is Mesmer doing? Uh, Mesmer will be... Quote, work with Ubisoft production teams worldwide to shape the creative vision of its games and ensure the inclusion of diverse perspectives throughout the production process, end quote. So I don't know how he's done technically with, the, with like, if he's done those specific goals on mm-hmm. uh, 2042 and, uh, well, let's be well, honest, he was, Candy Crush's di- uh, <laughs> diverse he was, perspectives, I don't know. He was head of design for Battlefield 2042. Okay, so. Well, head of design at DICE while they were making Battlefield well, yeah, 2042. Yeah. Which, I think the design is correct. I think a lot of implementation is wrong, but mm-hmm. they he clearly listens to this podcast because they designed the game to double down on what I told them to double down on when they announced it. Yep. So, uh, so uh, that being consulting said, check is in the mail. Uh, hopefully, Fobsy. It might be Fobsy. Fozzy. I don't know if it. If your name is Fozzie or Fozzie or whatever, I'm you know I apologize. Fonzie, I don't know. Apologize for being uh, incorrect about it. If you need some help with Ubisoft, <laughs> I got some ideas. What the fuck was that? I didn't even touch anything this time. I don't even know where it was. There's things flying. There's ghosts in here. Ah oh, man, gross. What was it? Was it in there? I don't know. I don't know. All right. Well, number five, Respawn Entertainment has pulled the original Titanfall from digital stores. 
The studio said via Twitter, quote, We've made the decision to discontinue new sales of the original Titanfall game starting today and will be removing the game from subscription services on March 1st, 2022, unquote. The studio said it would continue to run servers for those who already own the game. Respawn did not give a reason for the game's removal, but the multiplayer-only title had suffered from years of DDoS attacks and disruptive trolling. Makes sense, just kind of. Mm-hmm. Old I, game now, so. 2010? Yeah. I think. Mm, kind of crazy that they're even still no. running servers. Thir- 13. Considering it's EA. I think it was an Xbox One exclusive. Crazy. I think. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It is. I wonder how many people are on those servers. The same 30 people? And you just see Frank, and you're like, oh, what's up, man? We're doing this again today, huh? <laughs> you wow. versus me in this smart pistol. How many of them are actually playing? How many are actually like trying to like hack something? How how yeah? How many of them are just trying to find a way into Apex? <laughs> Using uh, Titanfall as the back door. Titanfall's back door. Interesting. That's a different anime, Matt. <laughs> Number six. Speaking of respawn, Vince Zampella has added another Infinity Stone to his EA gauntlet. I didn't even see that when I made the intro. I love that. <laughs> Electronics Arts is changing strategies and personnel on his Battlefield first-person shooter franchise. The franchise will now fall under the responsibilities of Vince Zampella, who already heads up EA's Respawn Entertainment and DICE LA Studios. It's unclear what the extent of Zampella's involvement will be. Speaking with Vince, EA... Speaking... Sorry. Speaking about Vince, EA COO Laura... uh, What did we settle on her last name? Mealy? I'm going to go with Mealy. Sounds like you made up your mind. Uh, Said, quote, we are bringing one of the most influential and talented individuals in entertainment to a franchise that is ready to be unleashed into the modern era of gaming. It's an extraordinary inflection point in game history. His ability to lead studios and bring developers together so that they can create world-class experiences is unmatched. I believe the structure, process, and vision he brings will enable Battlefield to excel like never before. No one knows shooters and service live services better than Vince. End quote. Also, Dice GM Oscar Gabrielson. What is- the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> what is up with this episode? And great names because that's also Oscar with a K. Yep. Uh, Oscar Gabrielson is leaving EA after about a decade with the company. That role will now go to Rebecca uh, Cotez, um, who is joining EA from Ubisoft. Uh, Anans, yeah, fucking mm. Is that how you say that? Anansi. Anansi. Yeah, there's not a third M. Okay, uh, where she was the managing director. So Ubisoft and EA trading places. Yeah, swapping, swapping uh, talent. Listen, I, I got a, I got one guy of design for uh, a managing director. You want to just do the swap there? <laughs> It'd be interesting if they did like uh, if they ha- if like the personnel were handled like Formula One team personnel. 
where they had like <laughs> yeah. non-compete clauses and stuff like that and like you had to I'm wait sh- like x amount of time before you could join another I'm, company i'm sure there are some companies out there or some potential positions that do have non-competes for oh yeah for like you know nobody at uh microsoft and playstation and yeah certain ones i'm sure probably do uh man these names though oscar gabrielson i just immediately shocked the monkey came up just peter gabriel it just you know it's there <laughs> yeah so vince yeah vince battlefield now thanos vince he is very much Un- ea thanos un- unknown to him his new name is vince thanos zampella yeah yeah just he is inevitable he he is inevitable what did it cost, Vince? Everything. <laughs> uh, maybe they'll give him uh, Dragon Age to do as well, since they wanted to be live service. Well, they did. Now they're single. I don't fucking know what it is anymore. Tell you what, you know who else doesn't know? Uh, Bioware. Good job. <laughs> Number seven, semicon- semiconductors manufacturer Qualcomm has announced a new chip geared towards handheld gaming devices. The Snapdragon G3X Gen 1. You can tell Matt likes this. Was unveiled on Wednesday with the company. I was digging deep for this episode. You really were. (laughs) With the company partnering with Razer on a handheld gaming developer kit powered by this new platform. The dev kit is already available to developers featuring a 6.65 inch OLED display with full HD plus resolution and 10 bit HDR as well as a 5-megapixel, 1080p, 60-frames webcam with two mics. Talking to The Verge, Razer's Director of Global Partnerships, Justin Cooney, clarified that, quote, this is not a Razer hardware announcement, end quote. Just the dev kit. Yep. Uh, A couple things. Um, Interesting. Uh, The fact that we're getting chips that are geared specifically for handhelds and they're like kind of making a big deal out of them. And, uh, you know, the interesting dev kit there, the components of the dev kit. I feel like we're going to get the old handheld resurgence pretty soon here. Oh, we kind of already are in one, I guess with the switch and the steam deck and X Cloud and stuff being available because Razer, yeah. Razer specifically, along with a couple other companies, but Razer has the controller grip that you clip your phone into. Mm-hmm. So they're already moving to like not just mobile games, but like, hey, you can play a shooter on your phone and it's going to be with a normal controller. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, number eight. Lawmaker. And, go ahead. And we did see, not to. You know, cut you off before eight, but we did also see like when last year, two years ago, when Call of Duty Mobile won like a bunch of awards and everything, because it does run surprisingly well. Yeah. So it's like, yeah, that's that's the tip of the iceberg, and here we go, type moves. Yeah, for sure. Uh, number eight, lawmakers in the in the United States have revealed a new bill intended to curb scalping of high demand goods, the Stopping Grinch Bots Act named after the Dr. Seuss character, uh, aims to stop scalpers from using bots to quickly purchase items. The bill hopes to, quote, create a more level playing field so everyone has a fair chance of buying popular products at reasonable prices when shopping online, end quote. 
Uh, they referenced the act from a couple years ago that was supposed to stop uh, uh, ticket sales price gouging. Yes. Which I don't... I mean, I it helped, I'm sure. But I don't think it helped a ton. Probably not. Uh, because it's just going to be a matter of you put up a fence and they find a way around said fence. Like, it's, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it, a, it's, it's, I, it's cat and mouse. You know, happy to see it getting attention, but mm-hmm. you need to be like very proactive about the the solution. Are things that I don't like solutions for. I know it would work, but it's just a slippery slope. Yes, as as is a lot of things in life. Yes. Um. But yeah, fuck off, bots. I want to buy a graphics card. <laughs> Yeah, every time um, Founders cards have been going on sale pretty regularly at Best Buy, but they're yeah, you know, they're impossible you know. to get still. Yeah, uh, I've tried multiple times, and I have entered so many new egg shuffles and never been selected. That did I you sign up for uh, EVGA's um, raffle? No, that they do, or I forgot what they call it, but they um, I should actually do it because I have an account with them. Uh, you you make an account and then you basically are like putting a say, permanent a permanent shuffle. Not a shuffle. It's basically a queue. You get put in a queue. Yeah. So yeah. All right. It makes but sense. it's not. It's not random. It's yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a queue. And then you get you get essentially like you get an email and then you have X amount of time to so go on go the website and, and buy yeah. it. I think it's eight hours. It could be eight hours. Yeah, that's probably what I'll do because I I'm. I'm getting sick of it. Yeah, I feel you. I, I mean, because once I, I, I get that, imagine. once I get that, it kicks this whole thing off. Into it, it kicks this whole thing into Nightmare City. He's gonna get that fifty nine hundred X, fifty nine fifty, sixteen cores. N- no. Yes. No. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Nate's gonna build a ten grand computer. <laughs> yes, sixty four gigs minimum of RAM. RAM. Why would I stop at 64? Yeah, see, that's what I'm talking about. Let's do it. <laughs> Why don't I just clone one of the machines I have at work and go to, like, I don't know, 700-something? There you go. Get Why nuts. don't I play on a server? <laughs> Get nuts. <laughs> uh, according to Bloomberg, Sony is planning to switch up its PlayStation Plus subscriptions, citing people familiar with the plans. The outlet says Sony will likely keep the PlayStation Plus branding, but will merge the service with its streaming offering of PlayStation Now and offer a catalog of titles from every Sony platform, except <laughs> oh, Vita, you loser. <laughs> The new Plus would reportedly be a three-tier service, with the lowest tier essentially the same offering as it currently exists. The middle tier would include access to a catalog of downloadable PS4 and eventually PS5 games, while the top tier would add on or sorry, would add on-demand streaming and games from the first three PlayStation consoles and the PSP. Why they gotta like do the Vita like this, man? I don't know. I always wonder that. PlayStation Now is expected to be phased out as a standalone option. Although, Bloomberg reported that Sony is increasing its investment in cloud gaming. The new service is intended to make PlayStation Plus more competitive with Microsoft's Xbox Game Pass. Got a long ways to go, you got a, Sony. You got a long ways to go, and I don't know that three tiers is doing it. If your low tier is the way it currently works, which is $60 a year. Yeah. When Game Pass is... 
the same, but offered frequently at cheaper. Yeah. Weird, weird, man. Weird. Very weird. We'll see. I They're mean, trying to like compete without competing. Yeah. Oh, we're going to compete in our own game. Yeah. You're not you're, Nintendo. You you're can't playing do with that. your. That's literally, and that's the other <laughs> issue is the moment they're like, "Oh yeah, we're going to do a tiered system and these access to these things." I was like, "What? Did you just look at what Nintendo did and go, uh, yeah, 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 yeah.' We'll split the difference. Yeah, a little bit of Game Pass, a little bit of Nintendo. Nah, there's no way the public could be smart enough to figure out the difference. <laughs> like, what? Come on. We'll see about that. Number ten. You didn't think we'd go an episode without some Activision Blizzard news, did Kinda you? Kind of hoping we would. Psych, motherfucker. <laughs> a group of six state treasurers have asked for a meeting with Activision Blizzard's board of directors to discuss the company's recent scandals and lawsuits, according to an Axios report. The site says the elected officials from California, Delaware, Illinois, Massachusetts, Nevada, and Oregon made the request in a joint letter sent to the publisher last month saying that they would consider voting against the re-election of incumbent Activision Blizzard board members. Uh, while, Illinois, <clears throat> while Illinois had some confirmed investment in Activision Blizzard, the treasurers did not say exactly how much stock is accounted for between them. However, they are responsible for overseeing their state's pension funds and other investments, collectively managing roughly $1 trillion. Uh, the Illinois treasurer said to Axios, quote, we're concerned that the current CEO and board directors don't have the skill set nor the conviction into these sweeping changes needed to transform their culture, to restore trust with employees and shareholders and their partners, end quote. Interesting. It, yeah. Just one week, guys. One week. <laughs> Uh, what if, Ooh, all right. What if you don't get your one week, but the next week is Bobby Kotick stepping down? Oh, I'm sign me up. Okay. Just check. I'll take that trade any day of the week. Yeah, there it is. I'll take the trade guys. You give, give me him. his head on a plate <laughs> and I will trade you for not talking about him for a week. I think we should build a good old guillotine. Ooh, let them drag it, style. drag it out to the front of the blizzard, right next to the statue. Very next to the statue. Knock the statue down. Cut off its head. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Now for some <laughs> questionable things we didn't write full paragraphs on. How guillotines work. <laughs> sharp, sharp blade. Number Go one. Slice. Steam has reached a new high with its concurrent users. 27.3 million people were on the platform on November 28th. Out of these 27.3 million people, 7.8 million were in game. So clearly it counts if Steam starts up when your PC turns on. Yes. And also, a lot of people on Black Friday just sitting on their computers buying shit. Yep. Doing that shoppy shop. Number two, Pokemon Unite has been named the best game of Google Play's best of 2021 awards. Matt, are you surprised? Uh, I have no frame of reference. Good answer. Number three. <laughs> uh, also, no. Uh, number three, Africa Games Week is being pushed back to 2022 due to the rise of COVID-19 cases of the new Omicron variant in South Africa. I don't know what Africa Games Week is. I don't know either. That's so, why it's on here. <laughs> uh, let's just uh, pencil talking about that when it comes up Yeah, uh, in 2022. I'm curious. Because I am very curious. Uh, also, Omicron. Yeah. I, you know, I'm notorious on this show for not really giving a shit about Futurama. Yeah. But every time I see Omicron, do you remember? No. His name was Lur. Lure from the planet Omicron Percy I-8 or whatever. I don't watch. I've never really watched Futurama. Good, man. I'm not a fan of it, but... There you was... know what I do want to watch, though? And I keep seeing videos of it, and it looks like it'd be really good. The Ooh. South Park special. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the post-COVID or whatever. Post-COVID, yeah. Yep. Yeah, I do need to watch that. I haven't watched it yet, either. Uh, number four. Farming Simulator 2022 <laughs> has set... New launch sales records for the series with 1.5 million copies sold in the first week. According to stats from SteamDB, the game even managed to outpace Battlefield 2042 on Steam. Because if there is one thing you are going to do this year, it is harvest those crops. One thing. One opportunity. One moment. (laughs) (laughs) To get in your combine harvester. And get some corn. <laughs> uh, you need that maze. Farm simulator. You think people call it a corn maze because it's a double entendre or because they actually made a maze in corn? I what think... if you just named it a maze maze? Like, does that 
Is that a specific type of corn? I don't. I know. think if you named it a maize maize, ninety <laughs> percent of the population are gonna go. Why is it called maize maize? You want to go to the maize maze? They're gonna be like, "What is that?" It's like a corn maze, but it's maize. Exactly. They're gonna be like, "I don't understand." <laughs> I, I would love to do it. <laughs> if I own a farm, call it the maize maze. I think anyone's gonna you refer to it Made as maize. Of- People are gonna be like, uh, what?" What if I just called it a corn maze, but it's just a field of corn and there's no actual like physical no, maze? No maze. Yeah, because it's maze. I think it'd be like a... if I if I just constantly messed with people. Hey, you want to come see my corn maze? Is it a way to lure them into the cornfield so that we can then murder them and fertilize the cornfields? I'm trying to think of that movie, Children of the Corn. Well, there's that one. Signs got a good cornfield scene. So I have a really great story about signs. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> it just came to my head. I sometimes these stories pop into my head. Um, That's how stories work. So I was a young, horny child, uh, teenager. <laughs> whenever signs came out, you guys signs came out. <laughs> Man, I was horny, and then the aliens came. You're gonna lo- you guys are gonna love this story. <laughs> so I'm, you That's know. Weird. On the couch with my female companion of the of the time, uh, and we're under the blanket, and uh, she may or may not have been touching my wiener. <laughs> we're watching, we're watching signs, and there's this scene. Such, such a good movie to do that to. <laughs> there's a scene in Signs where the aliens, one of the alien things or whatever, sticks their hand out of the door and then they cut the oh, yeah, fingers yeah. off. Yeah, yeah. So when that happened, <laughs> when that happened, she may have given it a little squeeze as a joke, and it you know was just like one of those things. That, Perfect comedic timing. Oh yeah, yeah it was yeah. like spot on, and like I busted a nut. <laughs> I saw the opportunity. I had to take it. <laughs> I mean, well taken. Uh, that's a true story, though. Oh, I, I, trust me, I believe it. <laughs> Woo. Man, can you believe number five, Nintendo? <laughs> number five, Nintendo released an updated corporate governance report that details increased efforts on diversity. The platform holder said that it is recruiting women and creating an environment <laughs> in which women can build successful careers. I can't read that story after this is your story. <laughs> oh, shit. Woo. <laughs> Ruined the podcast. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You just leave that till I was done. <sighs> oh, man. All right. <clears throat> Puke and rally. Here we go. Number six. <laughs> Unity has acquired a collaboration tool for artists called SyncSketch. Doesn't Unity just buy everything? 
I feel like every every like library or tool, there's like, oh yeah, we'll take that. I feel like we're gonna have a future world war that's gonna be like the game engine wars. <laughs> it's not gonna be the corporation wars. It's just gonna be game, game engines like Unity versus I don't fucking know Epic. Yeah, Unreal <laughs> fight. The company's software is a real-time visual communication tool aiming at facilitating collaboration on assets. Its client base includes Frontier and Activision Blizzard. Niantic has acquired... Wow. Niantic has acquired Loki. Loki is a social media site geared towards video editing and sharing, in particular, gameplay videos. I've never heard of it. Neither have I. Half the time... So this week, there were so many acquisitions... Like, uh, just a boatload. And I was like, I've never heard of any of these companies. Well, it also doesn't help when it starts with, it's a social media site. And I immediately went, yeah, obviously, I don't know about yeah, it. Yeah, that's, that's how. <laughs> like, why why would I go there? A uh, social media site that's geared towards video editing and sharing, in particular, gameplay videos. YouTube? <laughs> that one? Uh. That's where I go. Uh, number eight, the PS5 YouTube app now supports HDR playback. Good news, Matt. Number nine, <laughs> the t- developer of Metroid Dread, Mercury Steam, has been confirmed to be working with the control publisher 505 Games on a new action RPG project that will be released on consoles and PC. This project, known as Project Iron, is a new third-person action RPG set in a dark fantasy world and a completely new IP. Yeah. All right. Uh, Valve has, number 10, Valve has said that it doesn't uh, intend to allow Steam Deck exclusive games on Steam. The company just said, quote, no, that doesn't make much sense to us. It's a PC and it should just play games like a PC, end quote. (laughs) Oh, Valve. And I'm pretty sure said with that exact attitude. Uh, (laughs) What? No, it's just a PC. Like, why would it do anything weird? Number 11. United Talent Agency, UTA, has announced its intention to raise $200 million for a new special purpose acquisition company, UTA Acquisition. You may be asking yourself, what is special about this? You're right, Matt. I am asking myself. The company will be headed by former Nintendo president, none other than the man, the myth, from parts unknown. Wow. Reggie fils Little uh, Ultimate Warrior for you. Yeah. Hey, the Google Play Store has stopped working. Thanks, tablet. Uh, Number 12, the U.S. Federal Trade Commission, the FTC, is suing to block NVIDIA's acquisition of chip manufacturer ARM. The FTC alleged that the acquisition would give NVIDIA an unfair competitive advantage. The FTC, showing up late to the fight like always. Showing up late. Skipping the investigation, going straight to the lawsuit. <laughs> Corporate America. <laughs> yeah. Number 13, Hazelight has aban- abandoned a U.S. patent application for its latest game, It Takes Two, after Take Two Interactive signaled a possible objection to the move. I like that it's like, we might object. I'm like, oh, fine, fuck it. We won't do it. Jeez, man, relax. No need to be so hostile. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and now this because year that's, because that's almost how I picture Hazelight handling it even though it is Joseph Ferris who's like fuck the Oscars he's like let's just see if we can get away with it and somebody went uh no and he's like oh whoa hey bro whoa relax man why are you, why are you getting so aggressive about it like, like immediately pivots hard to the clear defendant at this year's Game Awards he's gonna be like fuck take two yeah you wouldn't believe how, much, how many patents we have fuck those guys like what 
Joseph, nobody has any idea except for that Gamers 2 podcast. What the hell are you talking about? Uh, and he's going to go, who? <laughs> no, no, no. Make the end of the conversation. Uh, anyway, so it's been seven days. What you been up to? Uh, play a little Forza. A little bit of Forza. You know how many uh, cars you have? Uh, if I had to guess off the top of my head, I know I'm over 100. Okay. that's. I'm at like 92, I think. I, I would assume I'm probably around a buck fifteen. Okay, yeah, so we're not that far off. I just got a cone exact like, uh, yesterday. Nice. Which one? Do you know which one? <sighs> <laughs> That's nope. fair. That's fair. It's a red one by default. Okay, so not the Jesco. I think is what. It's no, I think called. it's something with an S. <clears throat> I don't know what it is. Then I was gonna say the fucking Regalia or whatever. But Ooh, they, yes, it is that one. I think so. It's an win S2, it in a spin? S2 by default. It wasn't a spin. Interesting. I wonder how, because I think you can get it through an accolade, but if I remember correctly, the accolade's like pretty hard to do. I got it through a spin for sure, okay. not an accolade. Okay. I've been getting. Spun and I went, ooh, yellow car. Oh, cold is that? I've been getting a lot of cars through spins, but not good cars. So that's kind of where I'm at. I got the three wheel car. The Morgan? No. The boat looking one. Isn't that the, the Morgan three wheeler? It's got two wheels in front, one wheel in the back? No, no, no. Reverse. One wheel in front, two in back. Boat-looking one. It looks like a boat. Uh, I think I, I think I know what you're talking about. It um, looks like it should be an amphibious. Like, if I drove yeah, it through yeah, water, yeah. it would be fine. Um, Yeah, I've just been getting shit cars, so that's not really fun for me. Um, But it's always misses by, like... Oh yeah, yeah. One. It shows you. Yeah, the, like the, you, you, the option, like, the, the great car is right below it yeah. or right above it, and mm-hmm. it purposely makes sure to leave it in frame. Yep. Um, Had that on triple wheel spin the other day, where it was yeah, I I had three legendary options, and I ended up with three hundred fifty thousand dollars between all three rows. Yep, and it, it, they got me the other day with a super spin, same situation, but the top row, the top row, the two there was two. The two top ones were legendaries, and the bottom first one was legendary. I'm like, oh, are you fucking kidding me, they game? Literally, <laughs> the like, worst. It's it's pretty terrible. But um, other than that, I haven't been playing anything. Uh, I've been watching a lot of sim racing. Uh, careful, yeah, it'll get you. It will. It will <clears throat> get so, up in the night, and you'll be like, Matthew, come drive. Yeah, I'm trying. Well, I was trying to like bait you into it a little bit with the fucking oh team fucking endurance racing shit. So I I was baited. I get it's eye racing. I know, but I was scared. But I was scared baited. That's the problem. I, I was like, all right, I'm 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 intrigued, but like we haven't done anything like yeah. that. So that's like the yeah. Well, I've been in the subreddit, the sim racing subreddit, and apparently this is a common thing. These like group these team races. So also that's a twelve hour race. Yeah, but if you have, so like my thing was like team of three because Kenny's got a wheel now, right? But his yeah. computer can't run things. Let's deal with that. Let's not talk about that. Okay, so <laughs> that's twelve that's, hour uh, race. Actually, I think that one's a six hour race, isn't it? Or is it twelve? It said twelve on the flyer. Well, if twelve hours race, three people, four hours each. We can do. We can just keep. We can swap. Yeah, every hour just rotate. Yeah, but I don't know how every, it works. Every two hours or every. I don't know how it, how that works. Like I, I I just don't know how that works. How do, like, how does that work inside the game? Like is the are the other people just sitting in pit the entire time? I think so. Like I genuinely think like so in iRacing, I think if you do that, like you would 
we would get on as a team, essentially. Yeah. And, like, you would have to come into the pits, and there would be a driver switch. And yeah. Then I and, would then, take over. and then I'm just sitting in the pit for, you know, however long, just kind of, like, basically bullshitting yeah. with whoever else is yeah. there. Until... Which, that's, like, there's things I'm learning about iRacing to where, like, so if you crash out on lap one in a, in a fucking iRace, you can't play any. Like, you're, you're still there. Like, you can't do yeah. anything until the race is over. Yeah, yeah. So. Um... That's it. I mean, I watched the first episode of the Beatles special. It was good. And that's that's about where I'm at in life. Get back. Yeah. Get back. It's dope. Music is good. It's interesting to watch the creative process and personalities collide. Yeah. I got to I got to watch that at some point. But after you told me how long it was, I was like, "Oh, I need to watch other things first." <laughs> yeah, that's the only thing is like it's the length is um shocking. Like, I need to finish Arcane. I need to watch James Bond still. I have it downloaded. I need to watch a few other things. I have Legend of the Ten Rings downloaded because I saw you mention uh, Simu Lee for... Yep. I watched uh, Legend of the Ten Rings, and I, I liked it. Um, it's a, you know, it's, it's a, on my, like, eventually list, but I need <clears throat> to watch James Bond. Yeah. But the issue with me currently watching James Bond is it, it's obviously here. Mm-hmm. And it is ready to be played downstairs. Yeah. But if I go downstairs and play it, then I'm just sitting down. It, I have such bad ADHD and ADD lately that I need to be doing something else at the same time. Mm-hmm. And or just you fall asleep. No, not no, like <laughs> not even fall asleep. Like I'll I'll just lose interest in the one thing I'm doing. Like I, I just have current. You gotta terrible, wait for the mood to strike. Current current terrible focus mm-hmm. until it like av- until it overwhelms me to the point where it's like sit down and just watch this. Yeah. And I haven't reached that yet. So I, I constantly go, oh, well, I could just go down and watch James Bond. But then I'm like, oh, man, if I want to watch James Bond, I'm going to be on my phone. Or, like, I'm not going to have that just, like, sit there and watch it moment. And if I do it up here, I'm going to get so distracted that James – because up here I keep one monitor that's basically YouTube slash Reddit. Yep. And then my other one's my game. Yeah. But every time, whatever game I'm playing, I'm not paying sole attention. Like, yeah. if I'm playing Football Manager – I usually have YouTube and something else, mm-hmm. but it's like, oh, Twitter or Reddit. And then YouTube is usually stuff that I can either quickly, obviously, rewind or stuff I've already watched. Yeah. That That's are just, just like it's just background noise. I've I've lost my ability to well, not really ever had it, but I have to multifunction so much. I will burn through YouTube series while also listening to Spotify while reading Reddit and Twitter while playing football manager. Like it's a thing, like I find myself so like at work. I can't seem to do I can't work unless I have either a podcast, a book, or a YouTube video playing. Like at, see at work I can get away with not having those things. Mm-hmm. Just by the nature of like my work. Yeah. Um sometimes I will throw on music or whatever if I need to like drown out other people mm-hmm. and just and and focus on something, I'll throw yeah. music in. But I had it uh and I need to restart it. I was doing a little, like a computer class of sorts that was just kind of like running through some basic stuff. And I was looking, I was just kind of burning through the basic stuff to get to the advanced stuff. And I got to a point where I was like, I couldn't keep, or there was that class. And then at one point I was reading a cloud computing book, uh, specifically on Google Cloud's platform. Mm-hmm. And I read through the, it was a <clears throat> certification book. So it's, Detailed is like 400-something pages. Yeah. And I read through the whole thing, plus practice exams, and I would sit there and I would read it. But if I noticed myself getting like partway through a chapter and just constant distractions, like I would 
go check my email or I would do something else or whatever. I was like, all right, I can't read. I can't read this for the rest of the day. Like I'm, I'm not going to learn anything mm-hmm. because I'm just constantly walking away from it and distracting myself. So I was like, all right, well that's done. Yeah. It's like your retention kind of goes out the window. Yeah. But I was cognizant of my <clears> retention <throat> going. So yeah. I was like, I, nope, push it away. Don't mm-hmm. try, don't like power through it because you're going to waste your time. Yeah. You're going to have to go back anyway. So, yeah, I have uh similar issues with, similar situations at work where I'm like trying to read a tutorial on something or like I'm going through a class for this program programming software and uh, I'll be reading it but I'll be like thinking of something else or listening to something a conversation or something like that and then I'll realize like I read that whole page but I don't I couldn't tell you what was on there yeah exactly it's like you know I read every word no idea what it said though. Yeah, because <laughs> your eyes just kind of start just doing the routine yeah, of just kind of like scanning it, and you're like, "Yep, that's all words." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, if you guys are going out, can I get pizza too? <laughs> yeah, thanks. Oh, what the hell did I read? <laughs> you're like, yeah. I know exactly that. Yeah. All right. So, what have you been up to besides for uh, struggling with attention uh, deficit disorder? Is that what is it? AD. ADD is deficit disorder. ADHD is something else. Hyper? I don't remember. And I have no idea. Never been diagnosed. Probably just true at this point. Um, Not wasting my time to go get it either because I'm not so unfocused that like I need a, you know, a drug or something for it. I'd take one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Doc, I got a lot of ADHD. Yeah. Um, no, it's been uh, a little bit of Forza. Yep. My, like, kind of fill in, get a couple races in. Mm-hmm. New uh, new season started, so. Oh, okay. Hop Gotta in get in and do that. that. Do the seasons, are they cumulative? Uh, F-type, I think, in one of the races. Are they cumulative? So, like, there is when, a cumulative... when they go back around? So, that part I don't know, because there is each season, and then there mm-hmm. is a Series 1 banner wrapped around Yeah, that. I saw that. So, I don't know if then when, like, summer Season 2 starts... Does if that mean resets? the summer series two starts? If that change, not necessarily resets. If it literally just changes, like even what's available in that summer circuit, it didn't seem like you could get to the second. Like you couldn't fill the bar all the way with everything that was available. I think you probably had to do like a bunch of online stuff too, probably mm. to do that. But I'm not sure. I didn't ever try. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so that's how I got to do that. The. A uh, little bit of magic, you know, a little bit of uh, MLB The Show. Typical, typical stuff. Football manager. Of course. As always, getting back into that tonight, hopefully. Continue to lead Man U to glory. I did uh, I did start doing a little bit of my own, my own work where I start writing stuff down for <laughs> positionals and stuff of just like where I'm thinking things should be. Yeah. And I wrote it all down based on memory. When I load into the game, if I forgot somebody, then they're not worthy and they can leave the team. (laughs) It's like like how I'm kind of like... That's an interesting way of doing it. I'm like, listen, if I don't remember you're on this team anyway, (laughs) if you don't make this list... And I didn't didn't include any of my youth on that little drawing. Mm -hmm. That needs to be written up on a separate sheet of like who I see filling in all these spots in the future that are currently like in my academy to build out of. I got plans, man. So there's that. 
got a lot of football manager. I've been I've been like I was reading uh the athletic. You know the athletic, right? Um yeah, I'm familiar with the athletic. I'm wondering how this is gonna tie into football manager, but Ian McIntosh. Athletic has a gaming section now. Okay. Uh, Ian McIntosh is a writer for The Athletic. He okay. created a couple other companies, and then I think The Athletic bought those companies and then allowed him to continue doing what he was doing. Mm-hmm. Uh, they made him do a Newcastle United football manager save, and so he has like a 10-part write-up on it on so far. I don't okay. know if it's a every-week thing or what. It is really entertaining to read, and I was just like – I almost started cry laughing at like part four just because the way it was written is exactly how I would describe – like Kenny and I going through and just having, you know, we're playing a game, we're joking around, but when you then translate it to what if I was in this real life scenario, and you're like, and that's how he writes it, because mm-hmm. he writes it as if he's actually having the conversation with people that work at the club, and it's like that's fun. It's the the yeah. next step in where you should go when mm-hmm. you're doing a game like that. Yeah, role playing exactly, and it's it's hysterical to read, and it was a great time, and he's hating every second of it because <laughs> he his team is doing terribly. <laughs> Um. So yeah, I've been you know reading that, and after reading that, that was getting the urge going, and I yeah. was like, ah, oh. got the juices flowing. Yeah, it got. I was just like, ooh, 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 <laughs> things I haven't looked into yet that I want to look into. I don't know what I'm doing, but I want to look at them. So yeah. there's just there's you know a lot of things like that. Uh, and I think that, but that's going to require like Kenny booting it up and us being like, all right, for an hour, I'm not playing a game. Yeah, for an hour, I'm running through menus just looking at shit <laughs> uh so there's that and then a little bit of wow as per usual mm-hmm. next week will probably be more wow uh, i saw that uh i saw max's tweet there where it was hitting uh ptr came out yep testing some raid testing was tonight i believe mm-hmm. there'll be more this weekend or whatever but yeah that'll i mean that'll just be interesting to watch i'm not i don't really care that much because i don't raid test i'm not that good yeah it's just it's on the radar now though. Yeah, yeah, we're we're beginning the the push. Yeah, yeah. Um, you have a rough timeline now. Yeah, I ha- I have rough ideas of when I think I'll see things. Uh, next week is when they do the Legion week for the first time for Legion time walking and that stuff that they announced from nine point one point five. So that'll bring that'll bring me back for a bit because I'll be running with some people for that probably. And. Oh, Star Wars. Still playing quite a bit of Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Enjoying my time. Good. I've, Doing... I'm still only playing my Sith so far. The expansion comes out the 14th. Mm-hmm. So I'll be curious to see how it goes after that. Yeah. Like what new things happen and how yes. how the class stuff changes with the, the combat styles. Um, But I've been enjoying it so far. And mm-hmm. I've been just playing my Sith Inquisitor with a Madness build, which is a which is a dot build, mm-hmm. murdering things and taking names. Nice. I've only quit one <clears throat> group because I wasn't tolerating them. So, credit to me. <laughs> I logged on, tried to make sense of why I was where I was. Where were you? I don't even know. Random actually. planet. Random planet. Okay. I think my uh, guy was sitting in the Imperial fleet, so I, I didn't. I didn't run into that issue. Figured out I was in the. <clears throat> I was doing the Shadow of Revan expansion. Oh, okay. Yep. I was like, all right, so I'll uh, run to this objective and do this. And I ran to the objective, um, which it was a typical, just you know, story quest type thing. Nothing real crazy. 
and died like three times. And then was like, all right, well, I'm going to log out. Did you have a follower? Uh, I did for like 30 seconds. Weird. And then I uh, accidentally sent him to get rid of my junk. Oh, I did the set. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I was like, fuck. So. Yeah, I like, I, I, th- there's no, uh, the one thing about Star Wars, and similar to like a, a few other MMOs, there's no like damage meter or anything. Mm-hmm. So I don't know how, I feel like I'm doing fine, but I don't know that, which yeah. I don't like. It's the one yeah. thing, it's the one thing with like, you go to some MMOs, you're like, why would you need a damage meter? Like nobody, you know, uh, I'm like, because I want to know if I'm doing good. Yeah. Like I don't, I have no, there's no, okay, the thing died. I Am I doing what I'm supposed to be doing? It is. It is kind is of there, strange, like that. There is no like option for one. Yeah, like there's you can do parsing and stuff, so you can still do the logs, like I do in WoW, where yeah. it's out of game. Yeah, but, but it may, it's that, like way more effort, and it doesn't like right. And I don't like parsing in, in WoW. I don't parse dungeons because while I could do it, and they could tell me certain things, groups are so I don't run with a dedicated group. Yeah. So groups are so varying that you couldn't actually reliably use them. Yeah, you don't have like but a frame in a reference. raid scenario where every fight is the same and how it should be done. You can go, okay, even if I run with randoms, this is where I should be, type of thing. Yeah. Um, it's and in Star Wars, it'd be like, all right, cool. I'm, I'm the flashpoints, which are the dungeon equivalent. I everything's different. There's so many skips that people do. And I'm, I don't, I don't know if I'm doing good. I feel like I'm doing good damage, but I have no idea. Some stuff dies a lot quicker, and I don't know if that's a thing of like me being with a like four good people and we're murdering everything, or when the stuff dies slower, is that because I'm not as good as the people I've been with when stuff dies quicker, mm-hmm. or is it because the other three people are also not as good as the other people I've been with? So it's like I just I yeah. don't know. Um, <clears throat> so it's annoying, but it's whatever. And I think that's really it. Yeah. Played a little bit more Halo. Not a... I don't know. It's good. It's a fun game. But, man, I I have issues with it. Multiplayer specifically, obviously. I've just seen the stuff about how their hacking's a problem. I haven't ran into any of that. That I know of. <laughs> um... But I've only been playing like big team battle, okay, because it's just the easiest get in game mode for me. And I don't know, <coughs> bless you. Oh, thank you. I don't know if I'd have to. I gotta look because there's the quick play option, mm-hmm. and then there's big team battle, and then there's arena. And arena is your typical like Slayer, yada yada. But it has. I don't know if you can just queue into only Slayer. I feel like you go into quick play and you hit arena and then you're like, okay, I'm going to arena, but it has 12 options in it. So you're playing either Slayer, capture the flag, you're playing a bunch of different, you know, like, I don't want to play all the, I, like, I don't yeah, want to just wanna, play, I, I want to play like team like maybe, Slayer or yeah. just Slayer or whatever. I don't want to play capture the flag. Yeah. Uh, so there's that issue. And there's so a I big go, team battle capture the flag. Or I, don't, I don't know about big, I don't know about that one. But there's there's a few other game modes also inside of Big Team Battle, but I'm like, I don't okay. want to take it as seriously as only having three other people on my team. Yeah. So I'll play Big Team Battle where it's just, you know, it's yeah. a joke. And you, whatever, conquest, run around, murder things, cool. Uh, there is capture the flag, actually. I have ran into that uh, in Big Team Battle. 
and it's like okay cool it's it's still fun or whatever but like the the way they did weapon spawns and stuff like that for it is annoying and the not helicopter i don't even remember what the thing is called equivalent of a helicopter i guess kind of yeah the hovery thing. yeah yeah if you get in that i have the moment one shows up on the enemy team it game's over really it just Too murders everybody because there's not enough stuff to actually take it down or you have to rely on hopefully landing a grenade on it mm-hmm. what why would that be your your method as you like, can't like oh, can you grappling hook it and try to like if you can hit it, but grappling hook distance is not that long. Oh, uh, so it's not like it's it can get up pretty high. Yeah, yeah, and it's pretty quick. So yeah, yeah there's it's just it's, too overpowered. Yeah, like okay, cool. You spawn with an assault rifle, and and you're dead. Okay, cool. You're gonna spawn again in front of him, and you're dead. Yep. All right. Cool. Lovely. Oh, you got to run away. Good luck finding the Spartan laser equivalent to actually shoot that out of the sky in one hit. That was the benefit always of Halo 3 Spartan laser is you could take out an air or land vehicle in one hit. You just had to deal with a charged yeah. time up. Now, unless there's a gun that I just don't know about, I can't figure out what gun you should use to actually one hit some, a vehicle out of the sky mm-hmm. or ground. Everything seems like you're meant to multiply hit them and whatever. And I'm like, what, why? Why is there not? in this space game, a one-hit kill yeah, for blowing up vehicles specifically. Like, I, whatever. Yeah. That's kind of a weird place to be because I never... I feel like Halo was never really about combat in the vehicles. Like, the vehicles were always meant as just, like, a mode of transportation and, like, maybe, like, an, opportuni- an opportunistic kill. Yeah. Not ever really, like, a, I'm going to get in this vehicle and just start fucking... Yeah, and I was like, I was always fine with it. With like the last Halo that I played seriously was Reach and Three for multiplayer, Mm -hmm. and you had ways of eliminating vehicles, yeah, quickly in both of them, yeah. And now I, unless it's just somewhere on the map that I haven't found, I don't know how you would do that in this game. Yeah. So I was like, all right, cool. Sure, if you ran into if you were playing Valhalla and you ran into somebody that was a good Banshee pilot, it would be annoying until you somebody on your team got a Spartan laser, mm-hmm. or you had a BR that you were able to actually shoot the driver out of the back of when they flew overhead. Yeah, like, I mean that's ways the thing. To do it. Yeah, there was multiple ways to handle it, and it wasn't like and it wasn't this hovering. It was always like an opportunistic thing. Like the person would be fine for a little bit. Yeah, and then probably rack up four or five, and then yeah. you'd be able to take them out. But like. And the way you had to fly a banshee of you basically were doing strafe runs constantly. You yep. couldn't just hover and dart mm-hmm. left and right and just spray bullets. It was like I, I don't yeah. know this. This just seems like a bad. I don't know, not necessarily bad implementation, but overpowered. Yeah, not balanced. But yeah, that's really it for me. I got nothing more. All right, cool. That being said, it's been seven days, and we will see you guys. Or you'll at least hear us next week. Bye-bye. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear, and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? 
They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 